the Movie Hour, episode 108, November 11, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello all and welcome to the Topher Grace Blue in the Face Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney and tonight, yes tonight, I am joined by others who intend to sit and talk about movies with me for a while. Those people's names are being withheld from me, but we do know them as other names. As Brother James and our Frogman Jeff, welcome back to the show, guys. You made it through Frogman training? That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. It wasn't easy, and um, you know, a lot of us didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am now uh, officially um, a member of the... Frogmen. <laughs> the best of us didn't make it. The best of us. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I must have been typing and then it spelled the word for me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Frogman. That makes sense. Frogman. Watch your mouth. I will harpoon you before you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm glad you guys are back, dude. It feels like it's been like a year since we've talked last. It feels like it's been a year. Has it been that it's long? Been a week. Just one week? Cause, a week? Yeah, yeah I, I think it's about a week. Yeah, and we're actually we're doing the podcast rather early today. We uh, we had the schedules opened up. We had a window. We took advantage of it. So Jeff isn't as drunk as usual today because it's so early, but he's made a lot of strides to 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 impress you guys. So hopefully he's on top of his game today. We'll see. Um, Jeff's uh, Jeff's not a one trick pony. He's got he's a multifaceted talent. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a fun week. Fantastic week other than the Lions losing, but you know, I've uh I love how you've become a Lions fan. I think that's just I mean like I'm not I'm not calling you out cuz <laughs> if there's an opposite of a fair weather fan, it's you. I just don't know how <laughs> one goes from not being a Lions fan to being a Lions fan Jesus. in this climate. Like what are they doing to sell you? Why It was magical, you... dude. It was magical. Jesus. I don't know. Sports talk cultist basically. Uh, yeah, I actually, guess. Like, I saw. You know what? It, I, I think this is what speaks to it. Today, I saw. I actually watched a commercial for once. The commercial was for the Windows, the new Windows phones that are launching, and I have no interest in it whatsoever. But watching the commercial made me feel good about like, man, I wish I could go buy that. I'd feel great after buying that. And I think that speaks back to just me buying into the lions of, I just want to believe in something really stupid. <laughs> And <laughs> really stupid. And I think it's going to make me feel good. I will pick. I'll pick uh, complete ignorance. Oh, well, let me say this. I, like I'm gonna. I, I've got a great idea for you. Like you're gonna be disappointed a lot less. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and let me say this. Uh, I watched the uh, the Lions game with Greg this weekend, and he brought a whole new joy to my experience just by. <laughs> Watching him watch the Lions games, it was like having little kids around on Christmas morning. It was nice to see him get excited about this stuff. It was funny. I might have to come over this weekend and watch the game with you guys. Yeah, they're Buffalo, dude. If they lose to Buffalo, it oh yeah, Buffalo is like one of the few teams that seems to be worse than them. Drew but they, they are starting. Yeah, that's they, fantastic. I, I heard he's. Not I love actually. it. I, I kind of want them to lose because Greg. Like Greg excited about something is is a sight to behold, but Greg like being disappointed is so funny. He like grabs his head and he says, "No!" He's just very animated. I can yep. see why. Uh, and he's got those long arms and oh, I can see why Jim likes this. Yeah, I like fun. it too. It's fun. I don't think Stanton's starting this week, by the way. 
We'll I, see. I think Sean Hill's coming back from injury. I think I, think I heard see it today. About, see about that. Uh, one last thing before we move on to at movies, which is really what I want to hear, want to discuss about. We have some interesting topics today. Um, also rediscovered Amnesiac yesterday. I was listening to the whole episode, the whole fucking album, and I just lost my mind. It's completely Forget awesome. About it. Uh, Kid A two, God bless him. Anyhow, uh, I, I recognize would... that one. You recognize Kid A? <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize the Amnesiac title. Uh, both fantastic, Jim. The, should uh, celebrate their entire catalog. Uh, yeah, Holly Hunters, Howard Hoopla, people, the best, the one and only. Uh, completely awesome. Uh, first topic, and this one we've discussed before, but I want to bring it up again because it's 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 a very interesting dynamic. Topic people. Uh, during a conference call for Time Warner shareholders, CEO Jeff Bukes, or is that something I'm going to pronounce it, said they are near in agreement with movie distributors to launch a premium on demand video service. The service would allow viewers to stream movies just released in theaters straight to their TVs at home. The service would cost anywhere between 20 to 40 bucks, and Time Warner claimed it could launch as early as the summer of 2012. Doesn't this yeah. go against oh, sorry, the Twitter Twitter warning? 2011, by the way, not 2012, sorry. It's huge. That's huge because, you know, Time Warner's big uh, foothold is in New York City uh, where people are terrified to go to the movies because of bed bugs. I mean, it's $20 to $40 to see a movie or several thousand dollars and the shame and pain and horror of having bed bugs. I think uh, think I'm on the uh, the side of Time Warner here. (laughs) Are bed bugs just infiltrating every public place? Is that why? Yeah, that's it. Like. There are all kinds of like retail stores and stuff that have had bed bug infestations. It's pretty terrifying. I'm gonna so, start the bed bug scare. By this logic, Time Warner is responsible for the bed bugs in New York City. Well, we no, have our I, 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 I'm not. I'm not espousing conspiracy theories here uh, about, <laughs> about that. I would. I would say not responsible, but maybe benefiting from. <laughs> here's. <laughs> here's the thing. Getting to the actual topic. Um, <laughs> that was the topic. Right, right, Bad right. Um, the Bad reason bugs. I just don't understand studios decide, okay, we're going to release this to fight all the pirating, to fight all the people just not going to theaters. Here's what people want to do: they want to pay for money to stream it directly to their homes. It just seems like they're cannibalizing their own business. Where now we have movie theaters not making near as much money. They're not going to be le- like they'll probably just drop out of business. Therefore, less people are going to be leasing these films out to them, and studios are going to lose money doing this. Like, they, I'm sure there's some smart guy crunching the numbers, but there's got to be a better way. You know, like it just seems it seems like they're hurting movie theaters, which well, in general is them. Maybe their numbers guy isn't as good as our numbers guy. Yeah, maybe not. Probably <laughs> their numbers guy isn't as good as your numbers guy. And the other thing that seems weird about this is, I mean, doesn't this go against the FBI warning in front of all those movies? It's like, don't re-show this for money. I mean, if they're charging like 50 bucks a pop to see these things, I'm not footing the bill myself when I'm showing it. I'm asking people to donate and doing exactly <laughs> that. And, the like, I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of issues with just how they're going to distribute it. I'm, I'm sure that hasn't been figured out yet I'm, I'm guessing that's what this is actually talking about the i want to be the first guy to open up like my own little home you know like i've got like small stadium seating maybe like eight seats big Sorry. projector screen surround sound just yeah no come on in it's only 12 dollars. come see my movie yeah 
That's not yeah. a bad idea. Soda? Bucks. A soda? Yeah. Nine bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, movie theaters make so little from, like, per ticket sales. They got to charge those concession fees, man. They got to charge those concession fees. But, um, and the other thing that I find funny is how they think this is going to combat pirating, where it just seems that, like, if you're streaming this to somebody's TV, you don't think someone's going to be able to reverse engineer a way to capture that quality of a, like, a quality of a movie and just, oh, it's on my DVR now. Uh, pirating galore. Let's go! Like, not only do I have a bootleg version, it's awesome quality right from the distributor. Like, I just don't see yeah see how they're going to stop. Uh, plus, that. I mean, the problem with pirating is you know they're having people obtain their movie and not pay for it, or at least not pay the same price or whatever. But isn't that kind of what they're doing with this? It's just like, okay, here's the movie. It's cheaper than the theaters. So, yes, we're still not getting as much money as we want to be getting. So, uh, I just find it weird that they're kind of, I don't know. It's almost like they're meeting them halfway. <laughs> Cheaper than the theaters, what do you mean? Well, I mean, that's what they're using for their advertising for this, aren't they? They're just like, oh, it's much cheaper to stay home and watch it, so we're giving them the yeah, option like to do it. Expensive to stay home. Yeah, for a family of four, maybe. Right, like, you right. know what, like, if it's, if they're... If it's a home yeah. family, like, you know, family with three kids that want to see Toy Story going 3. To see a movie, yeah, it's, it right. doesn't work out. But. Um, and, like, that's that's a good – like, people want to watch movies in the relaxation of their own homes, sure. Um, I'm sure that, like, there's going to be specific movies people are going to want to go out for. But it just seems like this is going to kill, like, half the movie theaters. And then you're back to square one where movie theaters are just going out of business. And then, like, I guess when they're direct – Direct uh, when they're doing this direct TV movie situation, they don't have to actually cut more prints. Maybe they'll cut less prints and just you know more bang for your buck. All digital. It I don't know the the digital world, man. That's where that's where things are at. And I, uh, things are evolving. I just don't think they're gonna. I I don't think they're gonna be able to keep a leash on their own their yeah. own fucking you know movies. I've been trying really hard to come up with a good joke about pirates and piracy, and I'm just everything I think of falls flat. But just, just and like I slurred some stupid joke about you know like pirates yar. Yep. We, we can add it later. I'll right. let you get it down. <laughs> on to the not so important news. Uh, turns out director of crap U Bowl is a genius. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a Uva. If it's uh, he's let, me, German, let me finish right? the story, then you can correct anything. Uva, Uva, Uva Bol, who is notorious for bringing video games to the big screen, has taken it up a notch. He's recently produced three movies all in the same set with very similar cast and crew within the same time frame. This is a sign, all right. In case anyone cares, the movies are Blubberella, Blood Rain, The Third Reich, and Auschwitz. Um, hey, you could have just taken it. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, in case anyone cares. Nobody cares. Actually, this story is very timely, because it pretty much gives us a way to do the last Parker Posey play-along question, which was seeing a movie from somebody else's perspective. They can show yeah, different characters' perspectives and show all three movies. It's great. It's like collect yeah. all three. Yeah, <laughs> really interesting idea, but not, <laughs> no. Apparently, Apparently, there was even... Uh, at least according to the article, there were even uh, characters that crossed over from one movie to the other. Not yes. just the same actor, the same character. Like, oh, yeah. it's the bar wench from that movie is also the bar wench in this movie. Awesome. They're all like, part of the same world. And I am glad to see that Clint Howard, the king of B-movies, is or are in these movies. The king of C-movies. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, C-movies. It's all right. Yeah, it's... I don't... <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe this maybe this goes back to our first story about how oh, just movie studios. Like, I guess this isn't this isn't so much of the movie studio as him making his own movies and then trying to pitch them to studios because they haven't picked up picked up any of these yet. I don't think, at least in America. He's so. gonna take three tries at it. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> how about this one? No, well, this one's a little different. Try this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I also made this one with the same people. Yeah, hilarious. Oh man. Last but not least, Harrison Ford, the big man, that hot show. Yeah, <laughs> appears in yet another super awesome movie this weekend, Morning Glory, a movie about a morning show which includes the likes of Rachel McAdams. What? Now we're talking. Yeah, Diane Keaton, Patrick Wilson, and, of course, Harrison Ford. I'm just curious, is this where we stop caring about Ford and just move on to bigger and better things, or are we? Or is anyone still I will Harrison always Ford's believe. Got... Yeah. Really? Yeah. Harrison Ford's you always, know what? always You know has. what's going to happen? We're going to think that, like, you know, that, that he's only concerned with money and that he, you know, he's going to take off, you know. But what's going to happen is Darth Vader is going to have us in our sights when we're trying to take down the uh, the, the first Death Star, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great shot, kid, one in a million. And the, uh, you know, Harrison Ford will be back to save us. You know, I, I hope so. I have no I problem with him. Wait, Harrison Ford did play Han Solo, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, be- the beloved character. But, I, I thought mean, you'd remember him from the movie uh, Kingdom and the Crystal Skull. I thought that was your favorite. I, I thought he was going to work in the montage, but he didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just so all these aliens show up. And, and then they're aliens. <laughs> yeah. And Sean Connery's there, and he's like, remember your Charlemagne. <laughs> and then uh, there was a dead lady in a car. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that joke. <laughs> but, oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I have no problem with him. Acting, I just want him to act more his age. Stop trying to pull off the Mister Adventure movies. Just I think this is good. Older I, think this is, I think this movie, Morning Glory, is right up his alley. Actually, in terms of age, yeah, it plays I, the... I'm happy that he's doing more of this type of role. So, speaking it, of acting his age, uh, Air Force One, two, any, any time? Air Force <laughs> One, two, get off my plane again. Yeah, that'd be. Awful. And he's as long as they Gary Oldman back, did Oldman die? I think he died. I think he flew out of the plane, so he's probably dead. Oh, you but... scared me for a minute. Yeah, you know, nobody actually remembers the first one, so I think it'd be okay. <laughs> I scared you, Jim? Yeah, I thought we were talking about Gary Oldman and not his character. I'm like, what? He died? What's going on? <laughs> Didn't <laughs> Gary Oldman die? <laughs> Devastating. I do want to point out, Harrison Ford will be in the Cowboys and Aliens uh, comic made to the big screen, which should be fucking awesome. That's the name of the movie? Yeah. Cowboys were no. dead aliens. Hopefully the movie's better than the title. Uh, Nothing's better than that title. Uh, what's, yeah, what's wrong with the title? Cowboys <laughs> and aliens? I don't know. It's, aw- it's awesome. In Silver City, Arizona, Apache Indians and Western settlers must lay their differences aside when an alien spaceship crash lands in their city. I'm not making this shit up. It's the plot synopsis. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. It, it really is. Uh, yeah, the Holly Hunters, I would poop everybody. Give it a hand. Wait, 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 wait. I got one thing to add real quick. Oh. Um, did anybody uh, did anybody hear about Jessica Alba uh, and her awesome quote? Her awesomeness, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, no, her not her awesome ass, her awesome quote. Uh, here, here it is: Good actors never use the script unless it's amazing writing. All the good actors I've worked with, they all say whatever they want to say. <laughs> How the hell does Jessica Alba have any idea what a good actor does, first off? <laughs> and <laughs> secondly, what a great quote. I She's just, been in some good movies like Spy Kids 4 and Spy Kids Others and Sin City. Sin City. Come on. Good movies despite her. Yeah. 
Don't get me wrong, she's fucking hot, but she can't act her way out of a bag. <laughs> out of a bag? Yeah. A wet paper bag. A wet paper bag with scissors. But no, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't act the broadside of a barn. No, no. She couldn't act. She fell out of a boat. <laughs> this is so terrible. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I do know the exact. I know the exact story you're talking about, and I think it was even. There's even a comment uh, from a, who was it? It was John August, right? Screenwriter that did a yeah, big yeah, fish, the, like a big fish. Uh, yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. He said something about like, man, you really got it. Like, how does Jesse Alba say such a thing when screenwriters can be like actresses' best friends? Just be nice to them, and they will write you in the best fucking part of a movie ever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. If uh, I, I'm sure Greg will post the link uh, on GungaPit.com, but there. This John August gives a great, very tongue-in-cheek response about uh, about like you know if you just smile at me, I'll I'll be a great writer. It's really funny, uh, <laughs> but I just love that Jessica Alba, terrible actress, is terrible. like you know, ah, oh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and it reminds me of the movie, and I don't even remember the name of it now. Oh, Meat Bill, the one I just reviewed a couple weeks ago. Um, and I swear this scene was set up with her starting with. A little ad lib conversation with her co-star and she was horrible at it so i guess you know if good actors say whatever they want to say and get away with it she definitely doesn't fit in that category speaking of movie reviews jim i'm happy you brought that up it is time for our movie reviews and uh boom yeah jeff and i went and saw a, but- a, a, a butte a piece of work uh jeff i'll let you uh i'll let you take this one uh, tell tell the audience tell the audience uh, about our our adventure at the movie theaters. Greg and I, at my behest, um, I, I'm not going to put this on Greg. Although I I do give Greg a whole lot of shit for only wanting to watch terrible movies and never wanting to watch a new good movie. Um, <laughs> so you mixed them. This one this one was at my behest, and I knew full well what we were getting into. I don't know that there's a bigger hater of M Night Shyamalan out there than me i i have not liked a single one of his movies a single little bit and um so when when i saw the previews the the trailers for this new movie devil i snapped my fingers and i said i gotta see that because it looks like about the worst movie i i could imagine and uh greg and i went and saw it yesterday and it did not disappoint it was god awful um it was like Everything about it was just silly. Like, the plot was so trite. Like, there were so many cliches in the plot. It was fantastic. And the whole thing, like, every, like, message or, like, every plot point was completely spoon-fed to you. Like, there's just no way that if you – I don't even want to say if you can understand English. Like, if you you have the capacity of sight or hearing, you're going to understand exactly what's going on with this movie. It's like, it's, it's so clear what's going on and so clean cut and so incredibly obvious. And there's just no thinking required. And it's stupid. And like all the scary horror bits were really not very scary. And I, I, like it was just bad. It was bad, and like the quote unquote twist at the end of the movie that uh, that Shyamalan always they puts showed in penetration. Was... <laughs> they showed. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was just a co- like it, instead of being a twist, it was like a coincidence, which I think is just weak sauce. Anyway, 
it was it was really stupid. Uh, I'm kind of surprised because it had such huge stars in it um, as Jeffrey Aaron, um, Chris Messina, of course Logan Marshall Green, and um, Bokeem Woodbine. So I can't believe those guys are stooping so low. Uh, I would yeah. give I would give the the number one to Matt Craven just because I've seen him in so many goddamn movies, even though he wasn't yeah, the number actually one. Actually, none of names. Right. Um, in general, I agree with Jeff. Uh, I want to point out that Shamal Malaman only wrote the story and not even the screenplay, and he didn't direct it. It was just he wrote the original story, which yeah, I, I find, still blame him. I find it funny that somebody thought like, okay, we'll take this dude. Shamal Malaman wrote an awesome story, and I'm just gonna you know convert it into a screenplay, and then you know spice it up a little bit, and then you'll direct. It'll be awesome. Don't worry about it. And the movie is about <laughs> which Jeff didn't really touch on, other than it being bad. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much <laughs> just. Lot. Yeah, the the plot of you know what they didn't think about it, so I'm not going to right, <laughs> right. They, they really did. Um, detective who you know sober for 90 days, just getting his life back together, ends up investigating. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, investigating a situation where there's five people stuck in an elevator that are ending up just dying one by one. And what's what's interesting is, in terms of the way they shot it, is they do one of like. I, I don't know if risky is the word, but they end up giving you a first-person view from all the different characters. I'm pretty sure – I was actually curious. I don't know if you noticed that, but did they give you a first-person perspective from the old lady, Jeff? Did when you did they give a first-person perspective from the other people? I don't even remember that. Yeah, like they're looking right at you. So you're, they're looking right into the camera oh, as a, yeah, that yeah. character. And they do it for everybody in the – they take turns pretty much doing it, like I think every like five minutes. And – that's you know a weird way to go in and of itself, I guess, to make you feel like you're in the elevator with them. But that so the whole thing I will the say that, that in the elevator, you did feel like I mean, I don't think it's that hard to do, and I think that that there are people that have done it better. But like, you do feel a little bit claustrophobic. Mm. So the whole thing's not in the elevator. No, no. Okay. Um, no. As the elevator thing's going on, there are people watching them and trying to figure out what the hell's going on and solving the problems, whatever. Did Shyamalan uh, and Ding Dong have a role in this or no? No. no, no, no. Maybe he was one of the extras. I don't think so. I think they. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay, we like your idea. Stay the far as far yeah, away. From what I really find tiresome, but I guess you got to do in a thriller. I, I, I don't know, but they make they try to make you doubt every single person the entire fucking movie until the last fucking second where they're dead, and right, I, right. That just gets old, and I. What's funny is this movie, which is PG-13, was probably scarier than the Wes Craven movie we saw a little while ago. Yeah, that's true. Which I don't know how that happened. It was but. probably better too, but it just like it ain't like it, it. It was one of those movies that just was so mediocre in every single way that it 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 seemed worse than it was. Right, right. Well, um, look at the bright side. This is the first movie of the Night Chronicles, which is a trilogy written by. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, the second will be called The Twelve Strangers, and the third has not been announced yet. Nice. Um, I will give them some credit. Uh, the movie's called Devil, and it's pretty much about the devil's work, so they didn't really miss the lady there. And, uh, Did they show yeah, it was completely spoon-fed to you. Yeah. The whole <laughs> yeah. Did they show yeah. the devil? Uh, yes. I, they do. They, cool. they show... Really yeah, pretty awesome. much. They, no. It's one of those, like, one frame, oh, that's what he looks like kind of thing, and it's only like a... Silhouette. So gotcha. sorry. 
Um, also, to throw out there, John Eric Dowdle, Dowdle was the one that directed it, and the only other thing of note that he's directed is Quarantine. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, let's not waste any more time on that. Don't see it unless you're there for a laugh and or drunk. Um, yeah, that's, this brings us back to uh, Full Circle. Parker Posey, play a long time. Uh, yeah, I believe Jim. Jim, you did have the last question, didn't you? I did. The Uwe and a fantastic Bowl move or question. Uve, Uve, Uve Bowl. Uh, Jim's yeah. question of the Parker Posey play along, which you can find at gunkitbit.com, was from what side character's perspective, what side character's perspective, would you like to see a movie made? This can be a remake of an existing movie, but from their point of view, or it can be its entirely own movie. Own entirely movie. And, uh, yeah, James, did you have any answers that you liked that stuck out in your head? Um, I actually, as disturbing as the sounds, because Joshua put it in such a great way, but uh, seeing the movie Seven from John Doe's perspective would have been kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, an interesting interesting choice. It, it would be more of a, you know, serial killer style movie, I would think, as opposed to... Dwarf Fest, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that would have been... Different for sure, uh, and go ahead. Not to like uh, the Joey Pants answer from Varys was good, but and not to just keep picking everybody they answered. But KPW's answer for Orinishi is awesome, mainly because that I just keep thinking about the scene between Uma and Lucy Liu at the end of that fucking movie and how awesome it is. And then I think, yeah, Orinishi she does deserve her own little offshoot because. That was just completely epic, and I yeah, love that. Yeah, she's definitely the most so much. developed character hours out of the you know people she had right. to go kill. Right. Um, fantastic, fantastic movie. Fantastic answer. And a fantastic question, Jim. A fantastic question. Thank you. And yeah. uh, Thank I, you I guess again, we'll Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot. That was Big the, time. The, 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 <laughs> the El answer, uh, or question. So, yeah, this brings us to Jeff's question. It's Jeff's week. So, Jeff's question. Jeff, what you got? Boom shakalaka. I've got a good one. Did you know uh, there's a new NBA jam out for the Wii? Did you know that? I didn't have to know. <laughs> but that's I don't know what that means. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Shaq's in this one or not. Uh, anyway, all right. So uh, my, um, my Parker Posey's play-along question this week is uh, – not too terribly long ago, we saw Alien versus Predator, and not too long before that, I think it was before that, we saw Freddy versus Jason. What other two movie characters would you like to see square off in a movie uh, battle? Greg, questions? Um, no. Okay. I... Would like to see Ron Weasley and Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> Just so absolute knockdown, drag out brawl. So they get their own movie. They get their own movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it start the the movie starts out with 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 uh like Frodo and Harry Potter getting into a big stupid nerd fight. And those two feeling that they have to defend their friend. And, uh, yeah, and they just they, – they fight and they, they punch each other and they're both ginger about it. And it's, it's just fantastic. <laughs> they're both ginger about it. Interesting. 
two people head to head in a movie that you people, know of course encompasses the entire world. Hopefully, anything. right, right. I would Ideally, like, you know, people that have something in common, like you know, like minor fantasy sidekicks, or you know, Freddy versus Jason. But you know, if you if you got if you got something other than that, that's fine. Before we move on, and Jim gives an answer, and I'm going to buy him some time. I just want to point out that Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus, that fucking sweet movie that I might have reviewed not more than, I don't know, six months ago. There's now a sequel called Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus coming out, and that's immediately what I thought of after <laughs> after Jeff brought up that question. Unfortunately, it already exists. It can't yeah. be your answer. It's not out yet. <laughs> I would like to see it. It comes out on the 21st of December, so it'll be straight to video, so don't worry about that. You'll get it immediately. Um, and apparently... Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Shit, shit. I don't remember. All right. Yeah. No, no. It's uh, Urkel. Urkel's his name. He's in it. Khalil White. <laughs> yeah, Jim White's in it. Uh, yeah, Jim. So, do you have an answer? Um, yes, I do have an answer, and I'm going with uh, and after you know. Cons- for consideration of one of my pet peeves, I still think this will be a great, great movie. I'm going with uh, Dutch from Predator versus um, John Matrix from Commando. Are oh, you fucking dick? <laughs> you stole my idea. Arnie, both playing military people going up against himself. That's pretty good. Mine's That's pretty. Mine's good. still better. Mine's still better. No matter what. <laughs> I sense a Sly Stallone answer coming from Greg. That's just me. Oh, close. Way better. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> Rambo. Get another one guess, one more guess. You want to um, try it? Um, uh, no, I got think, think more. Think more uh, current news. Makim? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, no. Sorry. You fail. You fail. All right. So... Jim stole my thunder, unfortunately, but he did not steal my Thunder Dome. Mad Max <laughs> verse. Let's see. Let's see. I think I'm going to go with the Patriot. Go Patriot, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Martin yeah. versus Mad Max. You have to go to the Patriot. And you can use the Thunder Dome. Fuck it. And <laughs> yeah, as why the not? setting. The setting's already built in, right? Oh, man. It's going to be complete, amazing. <laughs> Two Mel's enter, one Mel leap. <laughs> With Mel Gibson at the foreground. <laughs> Cannot believe you stole my double actor answer, but God. Oh, no, no, no. You still I, win. Two Mel's enter, one Mel leaves. You win. <laughs> I, I didn't have the built in setting, so yeah. Oh, you, you got me. Yeah. Dude. I just can't wait for, for Master to stop the fight screaming. He has the brain of a child. That's going to be the best part of the whole thing. Oh I need to see these movies. Dude, you, I cannot believe you have not seen Beyond Thunderdome. I cannot believe It's it. so good. <laughs> I felt uh, bad for Master and Blaster, man. Oh, Anyhow, just Mel Gibson screaming at Mel Gibson would just be the best ever. And just... The pain faces back yes. and it would be it'd his be go-to shot. Yeah, I was thinking Braveheart, Mel, but last second, Patriot. Yeah, you got to yeah. at least get yeah, the no. guy gun. You had yeah. to go Patriot. <laughs> oh my god, uh, a fantastic question, Jeff. And uh, I hope I know as inspired at, on the yeah, boards. There, there's some good potential with this question. 
So it does, it can't be like a, a group of people versus a group of people. We're looking like AVP. We're it's, looking for mano y mano, right? Or it doesn't matter. Yeah, mano y mano. Uh, I mean, unless you if you got a really good one, hey, you know, listen, if you got a really good answer, just throw it out there. But I'm thinking, yeah, like, like person v Goonies person. versus Gremlins. Goonies versus <laughs> that's not bad. I can't believe you stole somebody's answer, Jim. That's a good one. Yeah, I, like I feel good about that answer, but at the, like it's funny, but at the same time, like you could do you could do anything if you did groups. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, hmm. so maybe narrow it down: person versus person. Well, you'll uh, find the question at gungapit.com and uh, James and Jeff. It's been another awesome week, and we actually do have some surprise, some news. We have news. Actually, concerning the show, not movie news. This is this is on the side note. We've got a new feature coming up uh, uh, soon in the coming weeks. It's coming weeks. It'll be on its way. Just want it's gonna. It may or may not knock you off your feet. It's gonna be completely awesome. Just look out for it. It's coming up soon. And uh, yeah, it's it's James and Jeff. This this is always a, a thrill ride. I, we should mention that um, in the December weeks, we always you know take some time off. We do have a very busy schedule in the December time. It's a lot, a lot of, a lot of contracts written up then. So we might be taking some time off. We're going to try to get our Family Feud episode in again. So if you're listening, you want it in the Family Feud episode and you know what we're talking about, uh, obviously you can contact us. Through or the- if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, well, that's yeah I, don't, I don't feel like explaining the Family Feud episode today, but maybe next week you'll be lucky and I'll explain and it. Especially – if you're out there and you don't know us personally, we would love to have you on the Family Feud episode. Yeah. I don't that, care how weird you are or how bad your English is. <laughs> <laughs> the Family Feud episode's fantastic. As long as you can type, we're, we're fine with that. Oh. I don't even care if you can type. Mash <laughs> keys. Just get a hold of us. <laughs> uh, James and Jeff, thank you for the input per usual. Take I was gonna say take care, and then I'm like, wait, that's not that's not time. It's not time yet. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Drive safe, people. Great, your turn. Go. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, uh, see you later, everybody. The Topher Grace Blue in the Face Movie Hour. Take care.